Hello all, welcome to the Lunar Sea Spire Steven Universe Fan Podcast. This is episode 173, and today we'll be talking about Stranded. I'm GC13. I'm Isabel. And I'm Sophia. So, I know we're gonna get to the episode probably second, but I just want to say, that jungle moon, though. Yes, um, I was- I can't remember, it must have been, like, the last episode I recorded in where I was very curious to see other alien life. Even though this life isn't really intelligent, like humans are, but yeah, it it appears that uh, organic life in at least the Gem Empire isn't entirely uncommon. Nor is invading them. Yeah, I think maybe humans were unique in the sense that they were intelligent, but I don't know, maybe... Yeah, and it's it's interesting because the planet, the jungle moon that uh, Stevani was on was not the original invasion. It was it was the moon. It wasn't the planet. Or it was just mm-hmm. the moon where the base was on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so I think it's something that they do when they have a colony, they'll put the... The what was it called? They actually had a name for it. That tower, the diamond the, control the tower, the diamond base. The diamond base. They would put it on the moon. So, I think that's super cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I guess we're getting ahead of ourselves. I'm I'm sure we'll have a lot to say about that. But let's. I guess we should start mm-hmm. with the first episode, Lars of the Stars. And I just you know if I can if I can say this first, I I went into this super apprehensive after the San Diego Comic Con <laughs> promo. And I, I gotta say, I, I feel like I was right to be nervous. Nervous? Really? Well, you know, you have Lars, and he's like, oh, look, I'm so cool. And I'm like, I, he's already a better protagonist than Steven. And it looks so hokey and weird. And then it kind of, it felt weird even then. Yeah, and then I then f- they, they, they chop Lars off at the knees not long after. Yeah, I feel like the pacing in the plot progression very much in uh, Lars of the Stars was really awkward. Like, they put his emotional conflict smack in the middle of the episode. And it Mm -hmm. felt like that was just a poor place to put it. Like, it would have been better if it had been in the end. I counted. He spends two minutes worrying about Sadie having fun after the alarm starts going. Two minutes, and Steven never says anything like, yeah, you know, that's nice, Lars. Can, can we can we worry about Sadie after we're not under attack? It's just like, no, Lars, you have to know that Sadie had to move on. Yeah, that whole <laughs> everything about that felt kind of awkward. Like, I honestly think if we had, like, the cool space battle and all of that in the beginning of the episode, and then the, the second half was maybe Lars dealing with that problem, even if it wasn't an inconvenient way. Like, it's like, oh, yay, the conflict is solved. And it's like, oh, no, I just got shot and I'm careening towards this moon. That would have been, I think, a better structure of this episode. So Lars of the Stars was, it felt a bit, a bit weird. Mm -hmm. But at least Lars got a fresh pair of jeans. Yeah, I mean, he may not eat, but he probably sweats and exfoliates. So who knows? I do wonder, though. Did Lars have his own MC Bear Bear that his parents packed, or did MC Bear Bear put himself into the box? Yeah, that's a continuity error that I noticed. Oh. MC Bear Bear outside of the box when put in the bag, but then inside of the box when taken out of the bag. Oh, maybe really? we have a Chucky situation going <laughs> on. They're not going to make it to Earth. There's going to be a mysterious disaster. Oh my god! Dun dun dun. Also, another continuity error, although it could probably be easily explained, is that all the text on the ship is in English writing. Ah, uh, yes. 
It's not in the gem language, so either Lars went through mm. the keyboard settings and changed it all to uh, English, American English. Maybe they just forgot. Yeah, also the ship that Stevani was on, it had like, had like the, what do you call that? Like the, had like car. Engine R? Yeah, engine. Yeah, like the car engine for some reason. It had a, yeah, they had the gear shift. Yeah, they had parts. Yes, gear shift. Yes. Oi. Yeah, so, uh. I think it would have been a lot cooler if it was in the the gem characters and we saw Lars reading it like in that process he had learned how to read oh, the gem. Oh, okay, now that would be that would be crazy. I think that'd be sort of like if he had a basic understanding of it. I mean, mm. it, it wouldn't be that hard to recognize the word warning or like the Maybe. characters on the gear ship. Oh yeah. But I I do I do like emerald. Although I'm kind of I'm kind of wondering here. Emeralds are barrels, just like aquamarine. And so you would think that emerald would be tiny, like aquamarine. But in the full body thing, she seemed to have the proportions of an ordinary sized gem, like at least pearl height. Well, that doesn't... it's not necessarily, I mean, um... She she could just be really small with the proportions of a normally sized, but usually you, when you make them tiny, you give them the chibi proportions. Well, there can always be diversity in the size... Of of the gems, I mean. I mean, I wouldn't expect to have a small quartz, for instance. I would expect all quartzes to be about the same size. That's true. So, so I don't know. I, I just had expected Emerald to be much smaller than her proportions imply she is. Uh, she could still be tiny. Maybe Aquamarine was exceptionally small. That is a... I've seen that proposed, that Aquamarine as an Era 2 barrel would be tiny. Aquamarine is not a muscle gem. She is perfectly capable of handling herself, even though she's like two and a half feet tall. So, if an Aquamarine came out quote-unquote defective, being a lot smaller than usual, it wouldn't matter. I'm pretty sure she'd be shattered as a matter of course. Especially, I mean, she's mm -hmm. a she's a personal hench gem to Blue Diamond. Do you think they're going to extend special considerations to Well, she's her? just as effective. That's the thing. Like, th mm. she's taking no blows to her ability to do her job. I mean, what does... How does Rutile being a twin hurt her? Uh, freaky, I guess, mm. to the other gems. <laughs> yeah, all the Rutiles yeah. did run away. Yeah, mm. so I think being exceptionally quote-unquote deformed. No, it's... Speaking of uh, gems coming out smaller than intended... Shall we get straight to the dream sequence? I guess I guess we can kind of skip ahead. I'm sure we'll keep coming back to the dream sequence. I oh, think it's yeah. more important to note, since since I did mention uh, they would probably just shatter a barrel who came out wrong. Pink Diamond looks like she came out wrong. Her gem isn't uh, putting its top out. It's You're getting a side-by-side side, side look of it. It doesn't? No, because you think... We've seen that when gems are shattered they're symmetrical on both faces so i feel like the diamond's gem looks nothing like pink diamond's gem because theirs looks like it would be a, a diamond on one side and then on the inside that you can't see it's not like a pointed like play button almost it's a, a, a another face of the same diamond shape it's not a, it's not a pyramid Maybe. So to say, we get a good look at Pink's gem, and it is exactly like the like on the dollar bill in the Keep Beach City Weird episode. Yeah, yeah, that's just it is. how it looks. 
It's the like the fancy diamond shape, not like the rhombus. Yep. But yeah, I mean her entire gem is shaped differently. Which usually isn't what happens when something is defective. Like the gem stays the same, mm. but maybe the way it's expressed is different, with the exception of Rutile. Mm-hmm. It's not even oriented correctly in her. Yeah, so mm. it's possible that they planted a diamond, or it's like, okay, well, you know, let's celebrate our new diamond, that diamond sister, to join us. And then Pink Diamond came out, and they were just like, well, we planted a diamond, so I guess we kind of have to commit. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, man, that, that mm. characterization of Pink, though, the bratty... I, I want to say bratty daughter, not bratty little sister, but I guess at the mm. with the age difference, it's there's really no difference between the two. I think little sister is probably more accurate. Like, that's the kind of feeling that I got. Because they're supposed to be equals, but they're not. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, now it makes perfect sense why Blue would be on the planet to deal with the rebellion, even though Pink is still alive. This is Pink's first rodeo. She has absolutely no idea what to do. So a more experienced diamond has to come in and take care of business. Yeah, imagine that bad mm-hmm. luck. You, uh, your very first colony rebels and kills you. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if she, like, now that whole the shattering of Pink Diamond is more complicated than was originally led on, how that's going to play into the fact that Pink Diamond was very young and immature and defective, and how that works. But, yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe the diamonds are the only gems that grow? But that just doesn't... Mm. I mean, she might have been on her knees, maybe, when she punched the glass. Maybe. No. Uh, it looked like Stefani had the same posture she had. So <sighs> Stefani was walking, Pink was walking. Yeah, so I, Pink Diamond is could probably be... See, that's another thing, is that it's the, the character models are getting to the inconsistent to the point that it's really hard to just ignore. Because the original complaints about the character models were like... The, the, the discontinuity was like over the entirety of the show. Like, they showed Steven Universe Episode 1, Steven Universe Episode 100, and it's like, yeah, well, the show evolves, the all-star evolves, you know, whatever. But now it's kind of getting a little ridiculous. Yeah, like, not even scene to scene, it's shot to shot. Like, we saw Stevani in in Connie's room talking to Connie's mom, Dr. Maheshwar. Oh, that, that that whole dream sequence, you can't really consider the proportions to be that weird in that sequence. Yeah, but it's just like, Stevani's size in comparison to Dr. Maheshwarn was like constantly fluctuating in a way that's was really noticeable. Like it's not like you have to break out the ruler. I'll give them a pass for that portion of the dream. Yeah, but it's one of those things where it's like they're suddenly revealing that a character that we thought was going to be enormous is now very small. You'd think they would have been really consistent about the size to send that message. Mm. I mean, when Garnet was doing her flashback, he had an enormous pink diamond. Well, that could have been Steven's imagination of it. Because up until this point, he would have no reason to think that pink diamond was small. Oh man, the questions he needs to ask. Yeah, so (sighs) hopefully this will make Steven want to ask Garnet and Pearl some gosh darn follow-up questions. Or at the very least, now that Connie actually saw it, she will. He needs to interrogate Peridot, like, what do you know about Pink Diamond? Because she she wasn't like, who's this third lady? You, you know, in the in the 
diamond base. She she expects there to be a fourth diamond, so she knows some little, little bit about Pink Diamond. Yeah, but it's probably, like, about as much as we know. That she existed. That she existed, and through a tragedy, she is no longer here. But he never asked. Stephen's awful about asking questions. Yeah, hmm. But obviously Garnet was going to know a lot, yeah. And also, um, Stephen is going to be put on house arrest after this, like, he goes missing in space, and then the gems are, like, staring at him out the window, and then he goes back <laughs> into space and goes missing again. Yeah, like, gets shot down in flames. Ain't it a shame? Like, the next episode we see, he's gonna have the ankle bracelet. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> I liked the bingo bongo on the targeting system. I didn't see that. Was that actually uh, when, in the- when he's when he's yeah when he's in the Star Skipper or I guess when Stevani is uh, targeting the Destiny Destroyer's main guns? You see Bingo Bongo when uh, when he's got the target lock on. Oh my god, <laughs> that's cute. Uh, that is definitely Lars's personal fighter. Yeah, I mean, I felt like their excuse to fuse was also a little a little dumb, like. I would have much, I would have accepted a lot better if it'd been like, oh, we need someone to to pilot the star, what was it called? The Star Skipper. The star, we need someone to pilot the Star Skipper, and Stephen and Connie are like, we'll do it, and it's like, there's only one seat, and it's like, we have a solution for that. Like, I would have bought into that much uh, better than- uh, Maybe, maybe Stefani is becoming a Garnet situation, where Ruby and Sapphire will fuse if the sun comes up that morning, and if it doesn't, they'll fuse so they can go find it? I mean, uh, any excuse. I was kind of impressed that nothing broke them apart. Yeah, I mean, they they, they yeah. stuck together the whole way through quite easily. In fact, there was never even a a, a hint that Stevani might break apart. Well, that could just simply be because they would have taken away from valuable time in the episode, which is like these episodes yes. also yeah. felt a little bit tight, like the creators could have benefited greatly from having, like, an extra five minutes. I enjoyed the episodes. pacing in Jungle Moon. The Jungle Moon, the pacing was pretty good. I would have appreciated maybe a little bit more into, like, their whole survival montage to kind of build up. Yeah. I didn't get a sense of... I got a sense that maybe a day or two had passed, but that might be what they were going for. So it just depends on how long they thought that Stevani should have been stranded. I mean, a day or two. I felt like it was a, at least a week. But I don't know. And I mean, they, it was long enough to run out of energy bars, but they, they, they never packed for a survival expedition. So I just don't know. It was long enough to grow stubble, shave it, and then grow it back. So depending on how quickly Stevani grows facial hair, that could be anywhere from a few hours to a few weeks. I think that kind of stubble is the very much, like, early pubescent sort of little hairs that you get that are not very impressive, but are very stubborn. <laughs> so, and it doesn't grow quickly either, so I'm not sure. I think a week feels right to me, but the montage was a little bit short, so. And it's also like, are you, are you telling me that the entire time that Stevani was living on that planet she didn't come across the diamond tower at all like it's enormous no what i thought was amazing is how they look at that and like they run inside and steven's like huh i feel like i've been here before 
but I haven't, so that's weird. And it's like, you don't look up at the walls at all. I mean, you had a very good look at it. I mean, maybe Steven never got a good look. We got great looks at the diamond base before. Maybe Steven never got a good look at it, but he should have seen one of the murals inside before the dream sequence. Yeah, and it's... Is it probably that he saw it and he just didn't think much of it? Like, mm. But yeah, I mean, also the fact that Stevani made absolutely zero effort to like write a big old help on the ground or something like that. She's like, I am just this, you know, tiny little uh, living creature in this jungly planet. Like, he'll find yeah, me. Yeah, you'd think that Connie would have known to start a signal fire. I mean, th- <laughs> that would... I mean, I, I guess you're not going to start a fire big enough to be seen from space, but... And can I just ask very briefly, how are Lars and the off-colors able to stay on station that long without being attacked by a uh, gem force? It's possible that being on a planet, uh, the gravitational field, blah 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 blah, disrupts the energy signal of the... Because mm. Emerald's still alive, I can promise you that. <laughs> they just... She right. died, they killed her. <laughs> In that... Oh my god. I mean, it's cool. so at the very least, you know, Emerald would have been back with weapons. Well, it might but... be that they really busted up that that ship that Emerald was on, or at least that. Emerald oh, and was another thing, it. I guess Lars was wrong about the Sun Incinerator being their fastest ship. Hmm. I mean, it could be that the warp drive is the fastest, or that the like you can be intercepted. Because it looks like they weren't trying to just fly in one direction; like they were trying to lose the they were trying to lose emerald before going on course for earth because obviously getting across the galaxy is really not that big of a deal oh different galaxies that's a good point although um steven going to homeworld didn't wasn't that big of it wasn't that long so mm. which is confirmed to be in a different galaxy yeah i mean they got the they got their gravity engine which i guess is super fast mhm so, yeah, I mean, I think just uh, Lars is trying to lose Emerald before moving on to uh, Earth. Even when the Destiny Destroyer was uh, taking them on in a stern chase, though, they they were able to overtake the Sun Incinerator. So they're faster in whatever... I mean, they never implied that they're using a different kind of speed. Lars is like, how are you going to catch us? We're in your fastest ship. <laughs> and he was obviously wrong. Just say it. Yeah. I liked the 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 thing for Rhodonite, head of strategic operations, body of a Starcrust fusion. Yeah, I thought that was mm. very cute. I mean, they were all good, but I, I liked the head of body of. That was that was particularly good. Yeah, I can't wait for Rhodonite to meet Garnet. That sounds like oh, just a great. <laughs> oh, Garnet is going to love her. I mean, Florite too. And Florite. Now, Garnet is going to force uh, best friend status uh, between herself and Rhoda Knight, and she will also get along quite well with Florite. Because, <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, Rhoda Knight is Garnet's kind of gal. Like, forbidden love between two gems and give up everything for that. I mean, yeah. That, that is Garnet's story. Yeah, and the fact that mm-hmm. it is, uh, they share a component gem, a ruby, I think? Yes. Oh, mm. what else? Let me check my notes. I guess uh, it's, I should just say something that I wrote down, that I will now now say that given the dream sequence, I will agree that it is almost certain that Centipedal is a Nephrite. 
because yeah, it seems like ships, that's what they're pointing yeah, to. Because Yellow Diamond referred to the kind of ship Centipedal would fly in as a dropship. And so, and she was talking to a Nephrite, the commander of one of those dropships. It must be. Mm-hmm. That must mm-hmm. be what Centipedal is. Yeah. I mean, at this point, I think they've been pointing towards it quite a bit. So so I'm I'm still just like, those things would have a bridge, not a cockpit. But hey, maybe, maybe Bismuth, Bismuth builds buildings, not ships. Maybe, maybe <laughs> she doesn't know. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, she's she's more familiar with the low-level ground fighting, so maybe they do have actual, you know, ships with cockpits. And so, she's like, no, 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 no. Everything, it's it, they're all cockpits. You fly it from there, it's a cockpit. Uh, another thing that I wrote down was that Yellow, Yellow Diamond's portrait is identical in both moon bases, as expected, because uh, for whatever reason, the locals that the gems invaded apparently disagreed with the gems about the potential future for their planet, and that sucker is now cracked open. Whoa, 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 whoa. Repeat that? The the planet that the gems wanted to colonize was cracked open, and so was never completed as a colony, and so when they built the diamond base on Earth, Yellow had no additional colonies. Hmm. Either that or the the other possibility is that her mural uh, on that was built, was drawn with the assumption that that would be a successful colonization, much like Pink's portrait would have been drawn on Earth. But that does not look like a completed gem project to me. I mean, it depends on the planet. Like, maybe some planets, it's like, it's only really good for one thing, versus um, others you can use as a whole hub. Like, maybe they wanted to incubate a geo-weapon in there the whole time? That was the whole plan from the beginning? In Earth? Maybe. No, no, on the on the Jungle Moon's planet. Because that planet's a little worse for wear now, but it doesn't look anything like any kind of... Compl- I mean, there are no no gem ships anywhere nearby. We get no sense of activity. It's a Well, it could be just region. like um, that planet just didn't have as much potential as Earth did. Something about the geology, the size, blah, blah, blah. So maybe you just show up kindergarten it like crazy and leave? Yeah, so that could just be the thing, you know. But it's also, also like, was it implied that there was organic life both on the moon and that planet? Well, she never talked about the moon, but she's like, of course there's organic life there. That's why it's an invasion. Oh, oh. God, I hope it wasn't intelligent life. Mm. Well, I mean, you don't invade the uh, you don't invade the jungle unless there are folks living there who'd rather you leave. I mean, that's true. Although the wildlife on the jungle moon was still pretty aggressive, so... Oh, yeah, I, I love that bird creature thing doing those swift evasive maneuvers <laughs> to get away from the sun incinerator, <laughs> incinerator, and then, boom, turns itself into a perfectly easy target. It can both spin <laughs> and blob. <laughs> but that was, that was very funny. Oh, I loved, I loved Stefani blowing bubbles in the water and then getting splashed in the face by, a, by I guess, an animal who didn't like being mocked. I mean, the animals seem to be doing it pretty playfully, too, so. It's like, you know what I mean. It's like, uh, it's all in good fun, but uh, a sense of of smugness, perhaps? (laughs) I mean, yeah. It's also like, was it really going to be that much of an emotional conflict for Stevani to uh, have to slaughter some of the local wildlife to live? Come on, we need protein. (laughs) Could be like Gohan just chased the same T-Rex every day. 
That's true. Ooh, that dream sequence makes me want to gush. I mean, I'm I'm still mm-hmm. kind of on the rose equals pink diamond hype train, and the fact that we see Steven just picking up Pink's memories and slipping into her place. Not yeah. Yellow's place, not a Pearl's place, watching the whole thing. He slipped into Pink's shoes. Yeah, that was... Mm-hmm. Well, it could be that Pink is the original creator of his gem. Yeah, that's that's possible. It's just like, uh, now that we know how inexperienced Pink was, it's possible that the reason Rose Quartz is so overpowered is because all Rose Quartzes are overpowered, and, you know, Pink's like, oh man, my Quartz soldiers are going to be the best. There's no way this could backfire at all. I have no experience. Yeah, you want to specifically create subjects that are weaker than you, etc. So, I mean, that's that's possible, but... Again, we are literally walking in the footsteps of the diamonds. Hey, who's a, who's at the head of this group again? Oh, Steven was walking at the front, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just saying. It's uh, it's a possibility. Anything else to add? Oh, oh one, one scene I really loved uh, when Stevani is crashing in the Star Skipper and is a, you know, it cuts away before we see the bubble deploy. And so we just see the the debris just fly or just drop in and you're expecting Stevani to drop in into frame from the bubble but instead you see Stevani roll in that was very funny that was well I think it could have been like the whole she rolls in and then she rocks a little bit before stopping but eh. I I just thought the fact that you're waiting for Stevani to drop and instead she rolls yeah the bubble I was expecting I was like looking at that that explosion that crash and I was like yeah, no human being would survive that, like, with a really critical eye, and then she rolls in with the bubble, and I'm like, oh, right, I guess. I mean, I was I was watching that, and I'm like, okay, deploy the bubble now. Deploy the bubble. Come on. And then you see the crash with no bubble being deployed, and I'm like, okay, come on. You don't honestly expect me to believe that Stevani did not bubble, and so I'm waiting for the bubble to drop, and then roll. You got me, Crewniverse. You got me. I wasn't even waiting for the bubble. I was waiting for a limp body to oh, come eat on. some dirt. But... <laughs> yeah. So, so what, what what would come up after that? Just the words "bad end" come up, and then you get a rewind. <laughs> Just the credits roll. <laughs> that would actually be an amusing like edit they could do for like a potential Blu-ray release. Uh, <laughs> just a whole bunch of bad ends and then rewinds. I mean, it would be a lot of money to spend for a little Easter egg, but hey, I can dream, right? Of course. Hey, I mean. Look what happens when Stevani dreams. We get exposition. That's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, So do you think in the dream sequence that we weren't supposed to realize that it was Pink Diamond until Yellow calls her Pink? Because, I mean, I'm figuring most people figured that out pretty quickly. I mean, I at first thought it was Pearl, like Yellow's Pearl. Mm -hmm. But I was like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I think it was like after a couple lines, I was like, yeah, that's not... The pearl I mean, it's you know. it's just like with the reveal of Yellow Diamond's eyes. You know that that's Yellow Diamond long before uh, Priyanka, I think, opens her eyes with Yellow Diamond's eyes. Oh, well, uh, with that, I can't remember if I caught on to it before or after the eyes. I can't. Mm, I, I know I got it before, but again, the, the, the punch. Ooh. I mean, I just, I'm just so happy we finally got a look at her. Yeah, oh my goodness. Yep. It's been She so looks long. just like her mural. Absolutely nothing like her mural. Not. No, she looks she looks so like her mural. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Mm. Maybe I'll maybe I'll have to side by side that, but mm. I mean, because the murals like compare Blue Diamond to her mural, and you can see the resemblance, but it's a hugely simplified art style, so there's a lot of inherent wiggle room. Mm. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I, I I don't think so. I think the hair is very different. Although mm. that doesn't have to be yeah. the only thing. She could have been poofed and reformed with the different hair. I mean, ooh, maybe they poofed her to try to get the diamond to set right. That oh, would be interesting. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> hmm. 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 Goodness. Oh well, I really liked. I really liked Jungle Moon. Yeah, I liked it too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think we all did. Yep. Yep. So, did anyone else have anything they wanted to say? Um, I guess, hope, yeah. you know, of course, eventually we'll see, like, White Diamond. I want to see her now. Yes! I mean, is is she just this huge, like, thing operating on a whole other level than the other diamonds? Like, oh, maybe she, that's yeah. what I'm hoping for. Maybe she's bigger than Blue and Yellow Diamond. I mean, like, uh, was that was that White Diamond we saw in the trial? <laughs> probably her ship. Yes. Maybe it's like the so the hands. Yeah, yeah, the like the whole thing where their ships are hands. Like where's mm-hmm. the foot? <laughs> Remember Stephen defeated the foot. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. That's why the gems only fly hand ships nowadays. And it's just mysteriously not long after the series started, their foot ships just kaputted. Yeah, I mean oh, I'm just wondering when they're going to officially reveal that Rose has Pink's hand ship just lying in the desert. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, that would be. Oh. That's gonna be rad. This wasn't even the exposition we were waiting. Although it, it kind of was because we've always been wanting that reveal of Pink Diamond. Oh yeah, we've always mm-hmm. wanted to see Pink, and this was this did not disappoint at all. But like, ooh, my appetite is so wedded. I want more. Yeah, absolutely. Well, anything mm-hmm. else? Nothing I can think of. Isabel? Eh, nah. Okay, guys, that's us for this week. Join us next week. Until then, I'm GC13. I'm Isabel. And I'm Sophia. Leave us a review on iTunes. Later, everybody. Our opening and closing music is by James Roach. For more Steven Universe fan-related content, please visit LunarCSpire.com. Thank you for listening.